this morning I just want to I'll bring you a word a word from God about the resurrection of Christ Jesus what it meant for us what it did for us what it gave to us what the hope and the restoration the redemption that it brought to mankind the whole of mankind humanity so this morning I just want you to uh, stay with me as I bring you a few and the benefit of the cross the benefit of Christ's resurrection I just want to read the book of Luke chapter 24 verse number 1 before I do that let me pray with you Father in the name of Jesus Christ today as we celebrate as we enjoy the the benefit of your resurrection that the grave could not hold you the powers of hell could not hold you that nothing could stop you from doing the will of God even when you cried out to God said God if it is your will let this cup pass over me you surrender to death so I can have victory so the people who are listening to me can walk in victory or they can walk and experience your victory on the cross so this morning Lord I give you praise and I give you glory I thank you that's many that are hearing the sound of my voice that oh God the benefit of the resurrection of Christ gave us a reason to live a life of hope and not hopelessness. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. My dear brother, my dear sister, and all of the people that will be listening to this podcast, I want to read the book of Luke chapter number 24. The Bible says, On the first day of the week, at early dawn, they came to the tomb bringing spices which they had prepared. And they found the stone rolled away from the tomb. A lot of followers of Jesus came to the tomb bringing spices. Bringing spices as they have prepared to come and embalm uh, a Jesus. But the Bible says they found the stone rolled away. The stone that was a seal of the grave had been rolled away from the tomb. And when they entered, they did not find the body. When they entered the tomb, the stone had been rolled away. So they begin to peek, peep through the 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 the, the, the the grave and they did not found the body of the Lord Jesus and it happened that verse number 4 while they were perplexed they became confused they were perplexed they were astonished they became confused while they were perplexed and about this behold two men suddenly stood near them in dazzling apparel there were two angels standing closer to them in dazzling apparel. Verse number five. 
As the women were terrified when they saw the two angels and bowed their faces to the ground, the men said to them, Why do you seek the living one among the dead? Hallelujah. Why do you seek the living one among the dead? The benefit of the cross is that Jesus was the living one, or one that was living. Uh, uh, uh. Why do you seek the living among the dead? Why is it that you are searching for somebody who is risen among the dead? Bible said in verse 6, He is not here. He has reason. Remember how he spoke to you while he was still in Galilee. The Bible said the angels told the, the women and the men that remember he's not here. He's reason. Jesus is reason. Now let me show you some of the few benefits of the cross. What Jesus did when he was reasoned, the Bible said, before he died, he said, I have the power to lay down my life and to pick it back. He died on the cross so that you would gain the benefit of the cross. And some of the benefit of the cross was that, that you have redemption, that he will buy you back to God. One of the, one of the benefits was to restore you, to restore you to the place that God wants you to be. Remember, Adam lost all. He gave that position to the devil when he disobeyed God. And so the death of Jesus Christ on the cross was to give you the benefit so that you can now have access to God. The Bible said when he died, the veil was cut into two so you can have access to God, so that you can approach God, so that you can come to the throne room of grace to receive mercy in times of need, so that you will not be God, so that you can approach God with all the boldness and with all the sense of, of understanding. So that you can come to God. Now in, in Luke chapter 24, the resurrection of Christ is so pivotal, it's so important that as we understand the benefit of his resurrection, it will help us to walk in victory. The Bible said he lead us in victory, in triumphant position, because why? His death gave us that victory. His death gave us that restoration. His death gave us that redemption. We were the purchased possession of God. His death gave us that victory. The Bible said the angel told them, Jesus is no here. He's no more here. He's risen. He's risen. He's risen from the grave. He's risen. And listen, if Jesus is risen, you can also rise too. If Jesus rose from the dead, then you can also rise from your hopelessness, from your sickness, from your anxiety, from your perplexity, from all that surrounds you. Jesus went to the grave so that you will not go to the grave of hopelessness. Jesus went to the grave so that you will have the benefit of the cross, that you will have the benefit of the cross. He went to the grave so that you will not be stuck up in your grave of situation of sickness and a disease. Verse 7. Seeing that the Son of Man must be delivered unto the hands of sinful men, and be crucified, and on the third day rise again. On the third day. This is the third day. Jesus is alive. 
the Son of God is alive. On the third day, that he will be delivered to a sinful man to be crucified, but on the third day he will rise up again. And they remember, when the angel told them, they remember the exact words that Jesus spoke to them. My dear brother, my dear sister, wherever you are, this morning I want you to know that Jesus is no more held bound in that grave, in the grave. The grave can't hold him. The grave can tie, hold him bound. Jesus Christ of Nazareth is alive today. He is risen. And so this morning I want you to understand that he is risen. Your Savior is risen to give you meaning to your life. The Bible says he, ro- he rose from the dead and, and the Bible says in verse 9, and returned from the tomb and reported all these things. When they heard about the angels saying Jesus is risen, they ran back to the base and told the people that, oh, our Lord Jesus is no more in the grave. This morning, your Lord is no more in the grave. Jesus is no more in the grave. Jesus is risen. He's risen so you can have redemption. His reason so that you can have satisfaction. His reason so that you cannot dwell in your hopeless situation. His reason so that you can have healing. His reason so that God can touch you. Jesus is alive today. His reason. He's no more bound in the grave. He's no more held in the grave. His reason. His reason in your life. His reason. His reason so that you cannot be held captive of sin, so that you not be held captive of the enemy. The Bible said Jesus is risen. Listen, he died for some reason. Jesus did not go to the grave to die just because he wanted to die, because he is already the lamp of God, the Bible said, that was slain before the foundation of time. He has already been slain. And that, and, and that the prophets have already prophesied about Jesus. I've already spoken about him. And so Jesus is risen. Now the Bible says that Mary Madeline and Joanna and Mary, the mother of James, and also the women of them were telling these things to the apostles. It's, it's very, very sad that when Mary and all these people ran back to tell the apostles, they could not believe. They could not believe that it is true. But Peter, in all his doubt and everything, ran back to the grave just to go and verify the account of Mary Magdalene. And the Bible says in verse 12, But Peter arose and ran to the tomb, stooping and looking in. He saw the linen wrappings only, and he went away to to his home, marveling at what he had happened. You see, what Jesus said, they had no understanding and they had no belief in what he said. But as when the when the women came and told Peter and all the rest about Jesus raising, they could not believe. The Bible said when Peter ran to the tomb and when he went, he saw only the rapplings. And the Bible said he was marveled at what has happened. Verse number 13. And behold, two, two of them were going the very day to a village. There was a two men that was walking that Jesus appeared to them in a disguised form that he, he, you know, he walked with them and explained to them the scriptures and opened the eyes to understand the depth of God's word. 
And the Bible says when he began to exchange God's word and open their eyes to understand and they went home and the people were so kind and they said, oh, can you stay with him? Because they thought he was a stranger. And Jesus asked them, what is happening? They said, don't you know what is happening? Um, Jesus Christ of Nazareth, the prophet of God, who was mighty in words and deeds, have risen. He's no more in the grave. And the Bible said that Jesus sat with them. And as they begin to, when they got to where they were going, the people asked ask, ask him, the stranger, to stay with them. And as he stayed with them, the Bible said when they decided to break the bread, as Jesus prayed over it, their eyes were open. And they were shocked and they were marveled at what has happened. Now, the important thing that you have to realize about the benefit of the cross, the benefit of Jesus' resurrection, is one, it gave us restoration. It brought us back to God. The benefit of his resurrection gave us restoration. It restored us. We were far away from God. We all have sinned and fall short of the glory of God. We have gone astray to each other to his own ways. And so the benefit of that cross or the benefit of that resurrection gave us restoration. Number two, the benefit of the of his resurrection gave us redemption. Listen, we we were we were in the hands of the devil. The devil had power to do whatever he wanted to do with our lives. We had no redemption. The word redemption means buy back. So that the, his resurrection, the death on the cross, his resurrection gave us redemption, absolute redemption. We were redeemed. The Bible said we are not redeemed by corruptible things like silver and gold, but we are redeemed by the precious blood of Jesus. So the death of Jesus gave us redemption. Number three, the death of Jesus gave us hope. We were hopeless. Hopeless. We were, we have no hope in ourselves. We have no hope in the world. We have no hope. So the death of Jesus gave us hope. It gave us reasons to hope in God. It gave us reasons that against all hope, we can still hope in God. That our next expectation will not be cut short. That we surely, there will be hope for us and our next expectation shall not be cut off. So the death of Jesus gave us reasons to hope. The Bible said, if in this world that we have hope, that we are the most miserable, our hope in Christ became so strong we could still hope in Christ Jesus the death of Jesus not only gave us hope his death was a perfect sacrifice a perfect sacrifice a sacrifice a spotless sacrifice the Bible said we were not redeemed by corruptible things like silver and gold but by the precious blood, the, the blood that was offered without blemish, without spot, the blood that had no wrinkle. So the blood, the, the death of Jesus and his resurrection gave us, oh God, the power through the blood to apply the blood in our daily life. The death of Jesus Christ gave us gave us the time to apply his blood. In our life. Not only the benefit, the benefit is not just only the blood. 
But the, 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 another benefit he gave us was to bring us closer to God. The veil was torn into two so we can have access to God. The death of Jesus gave me and you access to God. We can now, more, now come boldly to the throne of grace to receive mercy. We cannot come. We don't need a priest to offer the sacrifice. So the death of Jesus Christ on the cross gave us hope, gave us of God an admission, gave us it, it gave us the power to walk with God. Now we can come to God. Not only that, it came the death of Jesus. One of the benefits was to remit our sins. The Bible said, for all have sinned and fall short of the glory of God. So the death of Jesus remitted our sins, took away our sins away. As far as the east is far from the west, so has God forgiven our transgression. So the death of Jesus Christ took away our sins. The Bible said, what will wash our sins? Nothing but the blood of Jesus. So the death of Jesus had the power to remit our sins. The Bible says, He that knew no sin became a sin for us, that we may become the righteousness of God. The Bible says, Even though he was rich, but yet for our sake, he became poor, that we through his poverty, poverty might become rich. The death of Jesus Christ saved our soul, remit our sins. God gave us redemption. Not only that, that we received the benefit of redemption, the death of Jesus Christ and its absolute resurrection gave us healing. The Bible said the son of righteousness will arise with healing in his wings. So if today you are hearing me, the hearing the son of my boy, if you are sick in your body, any part of your body, the resurrection power of Jesus Christ, when Paul spoke and said, for that I may know him, the power of his resurrection. Paul was speaking about the power that comes with the resurrection power with the resurrection of Christ that this morning if you are sick in your body if you have been affected in any way or shape or form by the death of Christ this morning your body is healed your body is touched the power of God will break through in your body the power of God has absolute power to heal your body from every spirit of infirmity the death of Jesus Christ heal your body that if today you are sick of any infirmity from the soles of your feet to the crown of your head, the death of Jesus Christ of Nazareth is the healing power that can touch your body, that can restore your body, that can make sure that you are healed. The death of Jesus Christ was the healing power. It came with the healing power. The benefit, is one of the benefits, it came with the healing power of God. That your body will never be the same this morning. Not only that, that we receive healing, the death of Jesus Christ was the perfect sacrifice on the cross of Calvary. The perfect sacrifice. It wasn't a bull, nor cow, it wasn't a goat, nor sheep. It was the perfect sacrifice that was offered for the remission and for the admission of our sins. This morning, I just want to encourage you that Jesus died and rose again. He told, he told his disciples in verse 17 of Luke chapter 24. And he said to them, What said to them? What are these words that ye are exchanging with one another as you are walking? 
and they stood still, looking sad. Verse 18, And one of them named Clopas, Cleopas answered and said to him, Are you the only one visiting Jerusalem and unaware of the things which have happened here in these days? Now, what I want you to look at is that the death of Jesus, the death of Jesus was so important to bring us to God that today if you wherever you are if you don't know Jesus as your Lord and personal Savior the death of Jesus was the perfect sacrifice to bring you back to God I don't know where you are but if you don't know Jesus you can say with me this morning Lord Jesus come into my heart accept your death and your absolute resurrection in my life Lord, you went through the pain so I may not go through the pain. You went through all kinds of situations so that I may not go through that kind of situation. Lord Jesus, today, I give my life to you. I accept you as my Lord and personal Savior. Come into my life and make me the kind of person you want me to be. Today, Lord, I thank you for saving me. I thank you for the power of your resurrection. I thank you, O oh God, that the grave could not hold you bound. That you came out of the grave in victory. So I can walk in victory today. So that I can be restored back to God. So that I can have redemption this morning. Lord, today I accept you as my Lord and personal Savior. Come into my heart and make me the kind of person you want me to be. Today I confess my sins. That, O oh God, forgive me all of my sins. And cleanse me from all unrighteousness of sin. Deliver me this morning from every work of the enemy. In Jesus' name, I accept your work on the cross and your resurrection. Oh God, Jesus, oh God, please accept me into your children. In Jesus' name. This morning, if you have done that, Jesus has come into your heart. It's as simple as that. Jesus has come into your life. You don't have to buy it. You don't have to do anything to earn it. The Bible said your righteousness is like a filthy rags before God. You don't have to earn it. He has come into your life this morning, wherever you are. This morning, I want to pray for you. If you are sick in your body, in any part of your body, Jesus' resurrection gave you the liberty to be free from every power of sin and every sickness in your body. The power of Jesus Christ healed your body this morning. Wherever you are hearing the sound of my voice, whatever infirmity that represents oh God backwardness in your life, whatever spirit of infirmity, whatever power that, oh God, that resides in your body by the power that is in the name of Jesus, I command that power to be broken. I command that infirmity out of your body. I command diabetes, high blood pressure. I command, oh God, Father, muscles, oh God, the muscles of your people, oh God, in the name of Jesus to be healed. I command every power that resides in the lives of your people. Let the name of the Lord be glorified this morning. Let the power of God touch your people. Let the Spirit of God bring healing to the past in the lives of people that are sick here in this morning. Whatever your body feels, whatever situation that you find yourself, I command the power of God over you right now. In 
Jesus' name. This morning, I bless you. You are healed of every spirit of infirmity in your body. May God bless you this morning as you celebrate the power of his resurrection. I pray that let the power of his resurrection bring healing to pass in your life. I pray in Jesus' name. May God bless you this morning. May God take absolute control over you. God bless you. My name is Reverend Mark Osea Champo of Calvary City Chapel. God bless you. I love you. And I'll see you again. Bye-bye.